The McKinsey Global Institute, the in-house think tank of the eponymous consultancy, concludes that when it comes to digitization, healthcare has been one of the world's laggards, falling behind the likes of retail, banking, and packaged goods. According to The Economist magazine, some 70% of American hospitals still fax and mail patient records. The CEO of a large hospital in Madrid reports virtually no electronic record sharing across Spain's regions when the first wave of COVID-19 washed over that nation this spring. By exposing such digital deficiencies, the pandemic is spurring change in healthcare. Confronted by mayhem and economic lockdowns, doctors and other providers are embracing digital communications and analytics that have been common in other industries for years. For their part, patients have become more comfortable with remote and computer-assisted diagnosis and treatment. Enterprising firms, from health app startups to hospitals, insurers, pharmacies, and technology giants like Amazon, Apple, and Google are scrambling to provide such services. McKinsey estimates that global digital health revenues from telemedicine, online pharmacies, wearable devices, etc. will rise from $350 billion last year to $600 billion by 2024. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. As we head toward Christmas Day, there is much concern regarding all of those families who can't afford gifts this year or who are facing eviction or bankruptcy next year as the pandemic continues to jar the economy. But even amidst the financial challenges faced by many families, the Federal Reserve Bank of the United States recently reported that the net worth of U.S. households rose to a record during the third quarter as the value of stock portfolios and real estate surged. The implication is that the disparities between those who own significant assets and those who don't continues to widen dramatically in America. According to the report, household net worth expanded 3.2% during the third quarter compared to the second. Total net worth stood at nearly $124 trillion. Household net worth expanded despite the fact that household debt also grew. Household debt stood at $16.4 trillion during the third quarter, up nearly 6% from a quarter earlier. As indicated by writers Paul Kiernan and Eric Morath, household debt has been expanding at its fastest pace in at least two years in recent months. Stock market gains drove much of the wealth expansion during the third quarter. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. As indicated by writer Gwyn Guilford, the number of available job openings in the U.S. declined during the first week of the current month, an indication of a softening labor market amidst a surge in coronavirus infections, fading financial support for households, and the reemergence of economic lockdown measures. According to job search site ZipRecruiter, there were an average of 10.7 million job openings posted each day on online sites across the U.S. earlier this month. That's down from November's average tally of 10.9 million. And there have been other indications of a slowdown in labor market progress. In November, the nation added 245,000 jobs, according to the initial estimate from the Labor Department, the lowest number of jobs added in months. Initial claims for unemployment insurance have been on the rise in recent weeks as restaurants and other employers release staff amidst orders to stop supplying both indoor and outdoor dining as well as other services. 
As was the case during the earlier stages of the pandemic, the most vulnerable workers are in entry-level or near-entry-level positions. That said, there are some segments that are offering more job openings now than at the beginning of the pandemic, including warehousing and the U.S. Postal Service. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. For many people, COVID-19 prevented the achievement of many goals. Vacations were not taken, job offers were not received, prom was canceled, and debts were not repaid. Unfortunately, many people will find that the early stages of 2021 will be just as challenging and in some cases worse. As reported by Bloomberg, between past due rent, late fees, and unpaid utility bills, Americans are set to collectively owe about $70 billion by January when the current federal eviction moratorium is set to expire. If lawmakers fail to act in the form of additional stimulus and or extending the eviction moratorium, the new year could trigger a long-feared disaster of an avalanche of evictions during the middle of winter. This as a pandemic rages and broad-based vaccinations remain months away. This hardly makes for Christmas cheer. Back rent is owed by more than 11 million renters across the nation. That unpaid rent averages about $6,000 per household or the equivalent of around three and a half months of rent, according to Moody's Analytics. According to economists, many of these renters are from low-income households that have likely borrowed as much from family and friends as is possible. They have very few resources left. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Merry Christmas, everyone. While many people have curtailed their spending this year, including during the holiday shopping season, the federal government of the United States has demonstrated very little restraint. According to data from the Treasury Department, the U.S. budget deficit widened 25% in October and November from the same period last year to $429 billion. That is a record for the first two months of a fiscal year. The federal fiscal year began on October 1st. Higher spending and shrinking revenue tied to the coronavirus pandemic and the resulting economic downturn have helped push the deficit higher. As indicated by the Wall Street Journal, federal spending rose 9% during October and November from the same period one year ago. Meanwhile, revenue declined 3% to $457 billion. As indicated by writer Kate Davidson, higher spending to combat the coronavirus was driven largely by increased spending on safety net programs. For instance, spending by the Agriculture Department, which administers the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, also known as food stamps, rose 36%, while spending on Medicaid rose 16%. Spending on unemployment benefits also expanded dramatically. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.